When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. I think my record, I, I forget. I always want to say it's 47, but I think it's 27 seconds to take this thing. It's so easy to set up and take down. Um, it, it's so nice with the screens now and how it comes with workouts and things for the players to do. Um, you, you will not be disappointed in it. Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $400. You said it right. I, I went to them and I said, I got to take care of my people. Uh, 350 is not enough. You mentioned Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you $400 off your next purchase. So go over and check it out. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's what allows me to put this podcast out every day. It's what allows me to put all the free resources and things I do out into the world. It pays the bills. So go over and check it out. 14-day free trial. It is the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It is everything that you need. You get my email address. You're able to contact me. You're able to jump in our office hours. You're able to find anything. If we don't have it, we'll find it for you along with a 14-day free trial. So go over and check that out. Also, we'd love if you love these podcasts. Um, we'd love you if you went over and checked out High School Hoops or the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or the Funnel Down Defense Podcast. We'd love if you go check those out. We'd also love if you left a five-star review. All right, let's head off to the pod. Let's head off. Bye. And I've seen a lot less of those kids are playing multiple sports. And the benches are getting shorter. At least I haven't seen that in the state of Maine. I don't know if you're seeing that. Um, uh, why? Well, specialization is becoming a thing, um, especially with my kids who play soccer. I hear that a lot from soccer players. Kids don't want to play second fiddle, I think. It's harder for them to say, hey, I'm the best soccer player at the school. Why would I want to be the sixth or seventh best basketball? We've been lucky where I'm at. This year, I had one of the best softball players come off the bench and the best so- um, the best field hockey player coming off the bench and the best soccer player coming off. Like Those help a lot, but a lot of t- towns are just not getting them. And in Maine, why do you think that is? I have a theory why that is. Why do you think kids don't want to be second fiddle? I I don't know if the culture's changed. I don't know if it's like social media where you want to showcase all your pluses, never your minuses. I think kids, I don't know why. I don't know why. I just think they struggle. I think it's parents and money and time, combination of the three. Because these parents are going, I put all this time and we're traveling to all these things and you're the soccer, we're just going to focus on that one thing. Um, Because that wasn't around when I was a kid. Like, you just went and played sports. Like You did. The kids think I'm crazy. They go, what did you do after practices back in the day? I go, I go play pond hockey with my friends. Right. Like, why would you play hockey or a basketball player? I go, I wasn't good at hockey. (laughs) But (laughs) But it was fun. Right. Yeah. And I didn't want to hang out at home. Yeah. So I think that was, I think it may be partly that too. It's like, 
I think that's been one of the downfalls of the of the loss of the pickup game and the loss of just gather. Yeah, and and again, I think there's. I, I'm a stats teacher. This is not. This is multivariable issues going on. I think it's parenting. It's money. It's travel. It's kids not playing. It's social media. It's phones. I think there's not one thing, um, but I think a combination of all of those is volleyball a big thing for girls in Maine? So volleyball is only a girls varsity sport. Boys can't play it, but it's a fall sport. And so it's growing, but it's not big. Volleyball in Wisconsin and the Midwest seems to be the biggest suck from basketball is volleyball. Oh, it's the same season as you guys? See, it doesn't yeah. compete with me. It, no, it doesn't compete. It's a fall sport, but but um, club is during basketball in the winter. Oh. And club is huge in summer, obviously. But um, – Soccer is big. Don't get me wrong. Soccer is huge too. From and I'm a boys coach, but from the girls' side, I think volleyball. The numbers in basketball have gone down because, again, think about volleyball. A former volleyball coach here. Like we have boys in our in our state, but um, there's there's literally a position where you just play defense. It's called a libero, you know. And everyone gets to play, and there's lots of clapping, and it's rah rah, and it's like there's it's a different mentality. Um, and similar in soccer, then basketball is a little bit more cutthroat, which I think makes it harder on that side. I don't know. I'm not. I've well, in basketball, basketball is kind of like baseball in the fact that you got to practice on your own. And there's probably not a lot of kids out there doing volleyball drills on their own where you've got to go shoot and you've got to work on your handle. And are kids willing to put in those hours off season? You know, in my, I live in this big round neighborhood that's closed off and there's a hoop in almost every driveway. There's two kids using them in their mind no one else there are hoops everywhere but you don't see kids outside i know it's uh, yeah i'm hoping like in the edge from an educator that's near as the end of his career i'm hoping the swing comes back to parents just getting sick of spending every saturday in a gym in I, iowa and saying go out and just play with your friends stop it like yeah i did that with my kids again did i do the travel stuff yeah yeah but i would also we had a we used to have a uh, park in the backyard i just shove them out the backyard and go you're oh, fine 100 you know, funny, COVID was terrible, but in my neighborhood, the kids couldn't hang out together inside. They we had heard of about 14 boys who every day were playing different sports, pickup, and, or inventing their own games. They were playing the video game Among Us with cardboard cutouts and walking around the neighborhood. Right. So that was old school because they had to. They so had there's to. One they had to. And, I've, and, I, and I, I got to find the study, but the study shows that when kids get together and play like that. But anyway, they will make the games balance like let's say they're playing five on five basketball they will make they will make the rules and the teams as close as they can because it's no fun if this team wins 13 to zero they won't they don't need parents to do it they don't they will do that they will do it in baseball they'll do it in soccer they will change the rules not to make the people stand out but to make it as balanced as possible they'll go six on four if they have and they'll do it on their own i mean there's like the studies on this is no one can argue that this is true when you put kids together playing games because they think about it. It's so fun if you're always winning. If you play Monopoly and you always beat the other person, you're going to stop playing them. That's so fun. Right. But I mean, yeah, I mean, that is a, that's a, that is a good plus for uh, from COVID. Um, so if you could pick one offense, what would you run and why? And if you could pick one defense, what would you run and why? That's a tough one because you don't. It depends on your kids. I had a I had a 
coaching interview once and they asked me what defense would I run? And I said, well, it depends on my players. And they said, yep. pick them. So I went through every kid I had was six foot five on the girl side. And I'm like, we'd run the greatest defense ever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It they doesn't didn't matter. Get my joke. So, but let's say you're stuck in an Island and you could only do yeah. one offense and one defense. Why would you pick it? Cause then we can dive into that offense and that defense. Uh, this might be boring, but I'd run the flex. Cause you can run high. We'd run high flex, low flex. You can run sets off that. And I think that I ran, I ran flex for 15, 20 years. I, you don't have to convince me on flex. Okay. Yeah. I think um, that would be it, but you could, cause we'd run different stuff on it. Um, you'd have to vary it. The problem with flex. I like continuity offenses. I have a couple of zone ones that are really good. The issue, especially when you're playing at the high level boy thing is like, it, it, unless you're at errors better, it's like, I, you can't reverse the ball at times with flex. So you need a lot, you need to work out a lot of counters with right. that. Like Bo did. And that's with, what we, uh, yeah. we used to do that. We'd get a lot of that, that uh, flex screen, the seal for the layup on the girl's side. Um, right. But yeah, and then for for a defense, I mean, I ran man so much, but we we've been running a matchup two three zone, which you don't really see very often, and you can run man principles out of that, and you can kind of hide. We've been small. We we're the number one seed last year. My biggest player was five seven. Okay. And my two guards up top were about five two and a half maybe, and I like that because you can run anything out of that same set. Um. I but do love the matchup. I love the matchup because to be honest with you, half the coaches you coach against won't know what you're in because they'll True. think you're well, playing. If it's the, a good matchup. Yeah. Heck, <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the guys commenting on the playoff games last year, like, Oh, Brunswick switching the zone for the first time with a minute to go in overtime. I'm like, we've been playing zone all day, so but all game. right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, so if you run it well, I like that. I like that'd be close to what that, that's, that'd be pretty close to what I would pick. All right. So I'm going to do, um, I'm going to do my rapid fire. Just some quick questions. What's your favorite brand of basketball? Spalding. Ball, the actual ball? Spalding. Okay. Um, one word to describe your ideal player? Tough. Okay. If you go to one sporting event in the world, what would you go to? Rugby World Cup. Okay. Why do you like rugby? Because I saw you coach rugby for a while. What 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 is it about rugby? That you like. Well, I was a late it bloomer. looks crazy to me, to be honest with it you. Is it is crazy. Okay. I was a late bloomer and I started, I got my body come in around 20. I started playing at the University of Maine and I played up through COVID. So I was playing in my 40s against 20 somethings. Um, you have 15 players and on each team, you have one referee. No one bitches at the ref. He's the sir. Heck, I've had female refs and you're like, the, excuse me, sir. There's no difference. Uh, the respect is there. There's a there's a position for every body type, and it's 80 minutes of just nonstop. If you come out, you're done. You don't go back in. I've coached high school girls, college men and, and women, and I've ref for 20-plus years. There's just something about it. I've traveled the world. I can walk into any bar in the world with a rugby shirt on and probably make a friend. And is there, is there something? If, so, so what does it, what does it give you that it basketball does? It's more team because think about it. You've got 15 guys or gals that are all playing plus maybe seven subs that get in. Um, and you, you have something in common. Cause like, Holy crap, I just survived this. I think that's part of it. I mean, I've made some of my best friends after getting hit or hitting them. And maybe a through few punches thrown here or there too, and uh, it, it looks yeah, it looks barbaric. It, it to be honest with you, from an outsider looking at it, it's like it almost looks like it shouldn't be. Legal. Well, if you look back at some when I started playing, it was much less cleaned up. Punches were almost part of the game. What you did with the spikes to a guy in the ground would get you in jail. You're right. 
Um, but it's cleaned up a bit. I, I don't know what it, it the community beats it because with basketball, I, I'll chat with any coach anytime, share stuff, but I don't think it's the same everywhere. Right. Whereas rugby, they you share everything. You share There's everything. no secrets. No, I'm telling you right now, basketball coaches are like freaking vaults, half of them. They won't share. Like, seriously, you think that out of bounds play is going to win? I, I've seen it. Like, there's nothing you're going to show me that I haven't seen. I've gone to scout. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever done this. You go to scout and there's a whole bunch of coaches. And right. I go to sit by them and they start to hide their notes. I'm like, I'm not going to steal your notes. I mean, right. this isn't what, what this isn't math. This is? like, like, I can't like, read your handwriting anyway. First of all, and, and I can get the tape. I don't know what your taping thing is, but I can get the game right. film. Trust me, it's like I'm a stats teacher. I can find everything I need inside of this. Oh, it's all online now. All yeah. the games are online now. Yeah, yeah it's everything. Um, do you have a favorite pregame or postgame meal? Postgame around here, there's there's local pizza place that okay. uh, it's that the same very common. company yep. that was up where I went to college. So it makes me feel young again. Uh, do you one thing you do to relax? I hit the gym. Do you have any superstition? I have worn since we went on our runs the last seven or so years i've worn these larry bird socks so they're green our colors are black and orange so it doesn't fit but these green socks with larry bird on them and they have their own special place they're separated when i'm not wearing them and the girls even check coach you got your game day socks on i uh one of my guys this is funny this is this is no lie i but when i came here i we had open gym this morning and they were working out level one of my youngsters eighth grader gonna be a ninth grader had a larry bird shirt on picture of larry bird you know he gave me fists as he's walking out i go nice shirt i go but i was a laker guy so i am old like in the 80s, you were either Lakers or the... Oh, yeah. And I was talking to my assistant. I go, I don't know if we've had that kind of rivalry. And he goes, what do you mean? I go, when I in the 80s, you were either Lakers or Celtics. There was no gray area. Like, you either like the Celtics or you like the Lakers. Like, it was West Coast or East Coast. There was no difference. And I go, I don't remember... I mean, I guess maybe it was Steph, but we haven't really had that in sports. I think free agency because birds stay, magic stay. So I think that builds up those traditions. If you, what's one coaching technique that you think is important? One, one coaching technique. So I let my players take themselves out of games if they, and give them permission to put themselves back in. If I want them to go as hard as they can, so they give me a little hand signal so no one knows, and they they just go to the te- coach. I'm going back. I, I think that. that pushes them to go as hard as they can without dogging it. Uh, describe your perfect player in five words or less. Tough, smart, shooter, handle, a- height. Yes. I'm telling you, from a guy, high school guys thing, if you give me a bunch of six four athletic shooters, I'm going to win a state title. I'm going to just, I I just want, I want like the NBA, but shorter. Like what's the NBA doing now? They want six, eight long, lanky, multifaceted player. Hey, I haven't had a six footer in 12 years. So I say, hi, I see a tall mom moving to town. I'm seeing if they got daughters. I'm telling you. So again, stats teacher, but I'm telling you observational study purely. If the, it's all about the mom. It's all about the mom. If the mom's short and the dad's tall, it doesn't matter. I've, I've started more conversations with tall people, but we live in a tourist state. So too many times, like, ah, I'm from New Jersey or Pennsylvania. They just think I'm some weird guy stuck on height. Great National Park. Katie's a great national park. Under Underappreciated. Just told someone to go there recently that was in uh, uh, Bar Harbor. Unbelievable. Like, hidden gem you'll for find people. Some moose. You'll find moose up there if you want oh, to see the moose. Yeah, you'll find some moose. Uh Best basketball player you have seen. Well, we've got a kid right now who's going to be a sophomore. Cooper Flagg was on the U18 national team. He uh, th- He's already projected to be a one and done. And he's six foot eight as a 
when he was 14, dominating in the state of Maine, still growing, has a twin brother. He's heading down to Florida for prep school, but seeing him in person was silly. I mean, Brian Scalabrini, who does the color for the Celtics, came up just to see him play. Really? So that's the best That's the best high school kid I've ever seen. I mean, he's going to end up being seven feet tall, I bet. And, and multifaceted. In the gold medal game, he had 10 points and 14 rebounds for, for U.S. That's it's like insane. five block shots. Uh, best basketball player of all time. Wilt Chamberlain. You are the first Wilt. Why Wilt? I, I have been swayed so much. So it's I'm sick of, of MJ versus LeBron. And it's not LeBron. I'm telling you right now, it ain't LeBron. I don't even know why you, LeBron's second, to be honest with turn you. Turn on ESPN or the Boston. Yeah. I, we get the Boston media up here. Wilt Chamberlain, I didn't realize this. Over 60% of his shots, everyone said he dunked it, were follow turn around fall away jump shot he high jumped over 50 inches he was winning 200s watch the film of him running the floor and he runs better than lebron down the floor he could shoot he could shoot from the outside he could defend bill russell said he's the greatest player he's ever seen and and bill played pretty much across two generations um i just russell should be in the discussion like 100 because of winning but, like he's a winner right. yeah <laughs> but, i mean 100 points in a game average over 50 for a year i i think I think he would have dominated just as much today and probably would have had a three-point shot. Yeah, the only issue, it's like it's like Shaq, I think, is in the top 10, too. The game has shifted away from those bigs right. a little bit. That's the only um, – but I agree. I mean, you know, I mean, the problem is, like I tell people when I ask this question, it's hard to cross. Like, what about George Mikan? What about Bob Cousy? Right. Like, those guys were great. Like, okay, but that was the best at that point. So how do you compare – that to that, you know. It's but like, I think I think Wilt might have been, if they don't want to say best basketball, he might have been the best athlete ever to play in the NBA. The stuff he was doing, yes. he would still. Have and I'm going to tell you right now, I think Steph Curry probably changed the game as much as anybody in the history of the game. Like, oh, either him or George Mikan, probably the big. Every average size kid think they can be Steph. I mean, he my nine year old is Steph Curry right now in the driveway. I can hear the ball bouncing. Right. He's got a Steph shirt on. He's got matching socks and shorts and. They don't understand that Steph's dad played in the NBA and he yes. probably had the best training of any kid. Anyway, but that, but I, from changing the game, I think MJ changed the game. I think Larry and Michael, I think Larry and uh, Magic changed the game. 100%. And I think Michael changed the game. And I think LeBron changed the game for that multi purpose. Kuzi did the same thing. Kuzi saved it, the NBA. He did. And, but, but I think Steph probably changed it for the biggest over the last 30 years. Like yeah. the game is like the amount of threes taken is probably because of him um, yes. at the high school level, every, every level um, shot clock. Yes or no. For high school. Yeah. No, we don't I, have it made. I don't, the average girls team takes a shot like every 14 seconds. I'm not yeah. worried about it. I don't think we need it. I don't know why the big push for it, but I, I, I we're not, we're going to, the issue, here's the issue I have with the shot clock. I don't care. I'll adjust if I'm still coaching at that point. The biggest issue I have with the shot clock is don't make it look like every other game. Like the greatest right. thing about high school basketball is every game is a little different. I can go slow. I can go fast. I can go. You want to make it all the same. Why? Well, it's, it's the extreme. So when I was up in college, a buddy of mine, he goes, let's go see my brother's playoff game. And they won the game eight to six. And this was a legendary coach who, when he had talent, was winning games in the 60s, like 80 to 40. Like, he was run and gun. He right. couldn't win that way. Literally, I watched them hold the ball the whole right. game. And so you see that. It's an anomaly, and they won 8 to 6. Woohoo! 
Right. But that's it's what an anomaly. It's one out of 800,000 games played that night, probably. Right. And that's right. what people remember. No one remember. you know, what's the difference between that and someone beating someone by 50? Charge circle in high school, yes or no. That, uh, the refs are terrible enough as is. They have enough to worry about, to be honest yes. with you. <laughs> what I what I always say is they're accountants during the day. What do you think? They're not like, this is not their job. Like, don't give them something else to worry about, like the shot clock or the or the thing. Uh, favorite quote. I think you sent it to me. What was your favorite quote? Uh, my favorite quote is... Uh... Um, there's only two plays, Romeo and Juliet, and put the darn ball in the hoop. It's an old Abe Lemons quote. There's a bunch of those. I love that. I love that. And, and I've changed it to mine. The kids will go, hey, what's my favorite play? And they're like, put the darn ball in the hoop. Uh, uh, quarters are – I like the extra timeout. I do too. I We we have halves. We we got an extra four minutes though. We have two 18-minute halves. You play more kids. You do play more kids. And I got to rest everybody. Like you can't play 18 minutes hard nonstop. No. Maine so is terrible at changing things. I don't think they uh, – Jump ball, yes or no? Should, you want to jump start every the game. ball? No. Do you, should we keep the jump ball to start the oh, game? 100%. Yes no? Oh, yeah. Coaching Why? matters right there for the first – well, first of all, coaching matters right there. And I like it. I mean, how else would you pick? I don't want to – I know. I think visiting teams should get the ball and then alternating possession after. No, I love. You know why? You know why? Because they again going back to what we were just talking about. The officials can't throw the ball up. Well, that's why the NBA got rid of it. Because remember, they used to do it on on every uh, held ball. Well, not the NBA. Everyone else but the NBA. They used to jump every time. I know, but they're horrible at it. They're horrible at it. They do one of the three officials throws it up once a game, unless there's overtime. I know. I have seen a few times where they'll rethrow it because they were bad themselves. Right. So that's that's the, that's the reason I'm having it. It's like, why do we do this thing that they're like, no one spends any time on it. I don't want to spend any time on it because it right. really doesn't matter that much unless I'm going to win it and dunk on you. So why not just give, and then talk about strategy. You're coming to my place. I know you're going to get the ball. So all of a sudden I can set up a trap. I can do this. I can do that. I just think it's a, I think it's an archaic thing that's been left over. Why is it still around? I think that's true, but I think that might be why I like it. That's, I mean, look, I gave you Wilt Chamberlain for my favorite, and I'm only 45, so I'm going, okay. going over. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. All right, so my last question I always ask is, what would be your one bit of advice you'd tell your younger self? What would you tell your younger self? Uh, for As a young coach or just as a young person? young coach what would you tell yourself as a young coach i think the first thing you should do as a coach is either if you're the head coach is get an old guy for your bench or if you're a sub varsity coach is find that old guy or gal and listen to them more than you listen to anyone else and i learned that a few years in when i picked up an old timer on my bench who was with me for a long time i think we think we know too much and we need that honesty and experience from that old guy. Yep. It's my Yoda. Everybody needs a Yoda on their bench. I agree. Uh, and I had one that he's now 79, but he was with me till he was 77. And there's there was nothing more valuable to me being successful than him. Nothing. I know. I agree. I 100% agree. All right. Thank you, coach. Um, appreciate you being on and uh, we'll be in touch. Thank you. Great. Have a good one. Hey, everybody, if you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe, like, leave a review, jump up and down, run around your house, whatever you need to do. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.